Hi, this is Peter Rivera, and I'm the original drummer and lead singer of the group Rare Earth. We've had a long career, 50 years. We've played all over the world. We've recorded many, many albums and lots of hit singles. I'm going to talk about them all. So thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy the stories. We were pretty much on a steady diet of doing shows. Just, you know, usually we leave on Thursday and uh, play Friday night and another town Saturday night, sometimes even Sunday, and then we'd come back home. And I remember that we used to fly out of Los Angeles and would fly all the way over to Chicago and then we'd land in Chicago and come out to the baggage and there was our road crew who had come from Detroit, drove over to meet us. So we got in a van and then the truck pulled a trailer, the road crew. And we started out on the highways and we would leave Chicago and work our way, you know, one, two nights, then moving on to uh, Indiana, would be in Indianapolis. And then maybe we'd leave Indianapolis and go on through either Detroit or Cleveland. And then after that, we're uh, like approaching Pennsylvania and the East Coast. And we would get there. We'd go upstate New York, Schenectady, way up. And it would go over to Massachusetts and, and maybe Boston or a suburb. You know, it just didn't matter. We would go anywhere. And we would come back down the East Coast, you know, uh, coming out of all the New York and all that stuff, Jersey and, and down to... And we'd take this drive down to the tip of Florida where we'd do Jacksonville. We'd play, leave there and play Orlando, Newport Ritchie, and Bradenton, and Fort Lauderdale. I, I mean, just, I remember the club in Fort Lauderdale was called, oh well. <laughs> it's gone, I can't believe it. Anyways, we'd come out of Florida and we'd make our way through Louisiana, New Orleans, maybe Tennessee, Arkansas, you know, we'd go anywhere, into Texas. And when the tour was over after 20, 22 days and we played 21 different places, we would now deadhead up from Texas north to, you guessed it, Chicago, where we would get on the plane and take off for L.A. and the road crew would make a U-turn and drive out to Detroit awaiting the next group of dates. This kind of went on for, well, you know, three, four years. And, you know, wintertime, summertime, we just went. We were, we were getting booked. So in that middle of all of that, there was a guy named Dino Fakaris. And Dino Fakaris used to be a partner with Nick Zesis. They were writing songs at Motown, submitting them, trying to get them played. They came up with some songs they thought we might like. So they brought in a song with, uh, and we were there with Tom Beard, and we were talking about the song, and Tom was playing piano, and Nick and Dino were kind of singing it to show us what they had in mind. It was a lot of fun, you know, uh, hearing those songs. We really didn't know if we were ready to play around with them yet because we were working on some other stuff. 
But eventually, you know, we were one night, okay, what do you want to do tonight? And Tom said, hey, man, remember that song from uh, Dino and Nick? That song called I Just Want to Celebrate? Yeah, man. Well, hey, what do you guys think of working on that? Maybe there's a couple ideas we can flush out. So we started our circular band playing and, and grooving and figuring out the chorus and the verse and all that. And we were having a good old time on this uh, Celebrate thing. So anyway, that night we got the track for I Just Want to Celebrate. And... You know, the studio time was over. The next night was going to be lead vocal. And, you know. So we left, the, left and uh, the next day, I came to the studio oh, about an hour and a half, two hours early. And the engineer was in the control room, and I said, Hey, Bob, I said, put that, can you put that song on, that Celebrate song? He said, yeah, sure, man. So, okay, and... And so after everything was queued up, ready to go, I said, hey, give me a microphone in here, will you? I want to play around and see if I, what I can discover about the vocal on that song. You know, okay, great, so I got a microphone. And he hits play on the record, and I'm singing Celebrate. And I don't know all the words yet, so I'm stumbling around, stumbling around, but I keep working on it. It's like 45 minutes later, song is really sinking into my head now the lyrics and everything and I got a lyric sheet too but so I'm doing this I'm doing this and the problem with doing it that way back then for me was when I sang something I would look at Bob the engineer he was the only person there and I'd say Bob what did you think of that he goes oh yeah that was really good man oh okay well thanks man well hey let's try it again you know what I mean I'm trying to get this a spark here. <laughs> Anyways, crazy. I don't know why we do this, but we do it. So I kept singing and kept fiddling with it, fiddling with it, and got it to a point where I had the whole song done. But there were some loose ends and stuff. So just then, Tom Beard walks in. He's early too. And he said, well, I heard something while I was coming in. What, what's going on? So I said, well, I'll go ahead and play it for him, Bob. What the heck? So he puts it on. And Tom lights up like a firecracker. He goes, oh, man, yeah. He says, that's the vocal vibe. He says, let's, let's get it down, really. Let's get it down and go to work on it. I says, oh, okay. So most of the, the vocal on Celebrate is stuff that, uh, I don't know most of, a lot of is stuff that I came up with. And then the rest of it was our normal way of doing records with Tom as producer, me singing and back and forth. I convince him of this, he convinces me of that. So that's the way we do it. That's the way we did I Just Want to Celebrate. And also, it's kind of the way we did Hey Big Brother. Although I'm a little confused right now. I could look it up, but I'm not going to bother because I know that I Just Want to Celebrate was on the One World album. And it was also close to a release of a single called Hey Big Brother which was not on any album. And um, so, but it was a lot of fun and we had hits from those records and to this day, I love playing them and people just seem to love them. I just want to celebrate. I mean, even, even people that I don't know, I know that they've heard those records. You know, that's kind of a cool feeling. Thank you very much. I'm going to skip ahead a little bit on this.
because I'm leaving you off with Dino and and Nick. And when when uh, with I just want to celebrate. So years go on here in our lives. We're playing shows. We're going all over the place, and and uh, we come back with the John Ryan stuff, and nothing came of that. And so now, what were we going to do? Well, one day the phone rings and it's Dino Fakaris. And since since that happened, Tom uh, regretfully uh, passed. And Nick and Dino regretfully split up as a songwriting team. Dino later went on to be with Freddie Perrin and they produced uh, Reunited by Peaches and Herb, Shake Your Groove Thing, Peaches and Herb, uh, Gloria Gaynor. Gloria Gaynor, yeah. So he had some cool writing going on. Cool writing, yeah. And uh, I think he got Grammys for it. It was just terrific. But anyway, Dino comes to us and says, Hey, I got a deal at RCA. A new guy running RCA. A new guy. And he gave, I got a deal to do a, an album with you guys. What do you think we can do? So I had been working on a couple of songs. So I gave this one song to them. It was called King of the Mountain. And I had actually written lyrics for a track that was recorded like a hundred years ago. But it was kind of cool. And uh, the lyric, there it was, and I, I had a little tape of it, so I threw it in the pile. Well, then Dino took the pile and went to RCA for a meeting. And when he played one of these songs, I think King of the Mountain, RCA loved it so much they went, okay, man, this is the deal. So we signed it up and we were going to do an album for RCA. So Dino started shopping for studios and he found a studio that actually I connected him to. It was out where near where I was living. It's called Quantum Studios. So he, he, Dino made a deal with a, a Quantum Studio owner who was a good friend of mine real good friend of mine. And uh, so we started our, our rehearsals. And Dino had this one tune that we kind of worked up and, and record, you know, worked up and worked up. And then another song from Dino. And another Dino song. And another song. And suddenly, here we go again. The Dino Fakaris album played by Rare Earth. At least I was going to try to not feel that way because, you know, I want to look to the future and have hope in what we're doing. So we recorded these tracks and we still had to go out and do some shows on the road. So we'd go out for two days and we'd come back to the studio and do some more work to the record. So we came back from a trip, this was weeks and weeks later, and this is going on and on and on. And we come back and uh, we go in uh, to work on the track and the track is 
partly us and then lots of other musicians and recorded in a way that uh, and uh, and on the demo like that there's the band track on the demo Dino Ficaris is singing a lead for every song and uh, okay it's just you know it's Dino's way I mean when when you work with different producers everybody's got their things that they do and all that stuff. So anyways, this was, we thought, okay, this is Dino's thing. He wants to give me a demo of him singing. Well, it was a little tough on me, I got to tell you, because, you know, I'm ready for anything. So I come out there, I got my headphones on, the microphone, I'm tested, I'm ready to roll. So I sing the first line to a song that I think I really know of. And he stops the tape and he said, do you want to hear my track, my vocal track? I said, oh, no, not really, do you know? I said, let's, let's go back and take it again. All right, so I go back, okay, push record, here we go, boom. I sing the first line of the song, and I go into the second line of the song, and the tape stops. And he says, uh, a couple of these words you said aren't pronounced really way, the right way, and the phrasing is a little bit... So I said, oh, uh -huh. so I realized I'm in a really peculiar spot. So we went through these songs, and I mean, I was worked like a, like a dog, not to try to perform it really well, but to duplicate all the phrasing and the breathing that Dino did. Well, we were not happy about this, but we... Forged ahead, I bit my lip. I would, for the good of the band, here we go. We got a shot with RCA, let's do it. Come on, give it all. So we did. And the album came out and it was called Tight and Hot. And when the album was finished, I was called into RCA to talk to the head guy. And he says, what happened? I says, what do you mean what happened? He says, well, the songs we heard when we signed you guys are not the same songs that are on this album. And I said to him, every song on the album was written by Dino, except for the King of the Mountain thing. And he says, that's the, that's the song, that's why we signed you. And I didn't really know what to say, you know, I, I was just it's like someone had punched me in the stomach so I thanked him and left and realizing that we weren't going to get promotion or anything and then I started to get a little upset at how easily we fell into the trap of doing every one of Dino's songs every song on the album a Dino song you know I'm not taking it away from Dino he's a great songwriter he's had tremendous success but but that's not the way to record Rare Earth you know, I think uh, the morality of the band went down when we were doing the uh, Dino our, uh, project. You know, when we went on the road and came back and found out that our tracks had been added to and changed and all that, it was kind of, uh, kind of, a, kind of rude, I thought. But anyways, I know Dino was trying to do his best, and he believes that he was 
the song guy, and we were going to soar to the top of the world on all these new songs that he came up with. Really didn't happen that way, you know, and so there was some tension that started up. And it was mainly me tense with Dino. Because I wanted to do the vocals, you know, my way, but still a lot of it I would have sang the way Dino sang it anyway. So he would really match me up to the exact spittage on the on the lips or breath in your lungs or whatever. And we would stop and punch in and stop and do it over, do it over, do it over till he accepted the fact of what I was doing. Well, that became really tough on me. You know, it's like I, I, I wasn't, I wasn't having a ball I, that I usually have when I'm recording. Kind of worried about that. And so with this tension, one night there was a kind of a flare up with me and Dino. And this was after I've heard from the record company that they don't care for it and we should have done a couple of these other songs. So I kind of brought it up to Dino and I said, you know, I don't know where we went wrong. I tried to downplay it. And I asked Dino, I said, well, didn't they like some of the songs you played for them, the King of the Mountain stuff? He said, no, they didn't care for that. I says, oh, uh, okay, well, we, we still, he says, but we're going to do King of the Mountain. So we did King of the Mountain, not the way it was intended, but Dino's way, okay? And uh, so I went to Dino and we had this little argument thing. And he looked at me and he said, you know, Peter, he says, you are almost a singer but you are a drummer. And when he said that, I thought to myself, uh, I want to get way far away from you, my friend. It must have been pressure or whatever that took over, but it was not a real nice ending. Not a real nice ending. It's especially tough when you're in there singing about love. One. Well, thanks for listening. My name is Peter Rivera, original lead singer-drummer of Rare Earth, and I really appreciate that you've listened to these podcasts. I hope you come back and check out more. I've got a lot ahead of us and a lot of the story for you, so come on back and hang with me for a while. I bring you flowers, baby, because you're the best. I'm going to treat you so much better.